Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and we are back to our regularly scheduled episodes. By regularly scheduled, I mean I am late and not providing them on time. So, yeah, uh, I was supposed to record this on a Friday. Actually, I was supposed to record it on Thursday, but Thursday was very busy. Friday was really busy with good things. My kids, you know, got some awards, and we did a little bit of celebrating on Friday. And then Saturday was was really busy, so I'm recording this on a Sunday. So yeah, uh, <laughs> we're back. Back to normal is what I'm trying to say. I do want to say one more thank you to Allison Sheridan and Stephen Yule for Tuesday's episode, which is 431. If you have not, for some reason, listened to that particular episode with Allison and Stephen, they talk about Stephen's new Kia Hybrid and why he chose that vehicle over a fully electric vehicle. I think this is a really good episode to listen to, but if you haven't listened to it on my feed, you should go over to podfeet.com and listen to it on Allison's feed. So thank you again, and uh, let's go ahead and begin the show. Starting off with our EV news, ChargePoint will retrofit some of their EV charging stations, their current EV charging stations, with the new NACS connector. Now, obviously, as ChargePoint is building out new charging stations, they'll have that NAX connector included in the new stations, but it's nice to see that they're going back to retrofit some of those older stations. Hyundai has reduced the price of the 2024 Ioniq 6. It now starts at $39,000. And actually, it's a little bit under $39,000. It's $38,615. So pretty impressive price cuts by Hyundai. Lucid isn't the only car company partnering with Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. Hyundai has signed a joint venture agreement to build a highly automated vehicle manufacturing plant in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia will actually own 70% of the new venture. It's expected to produce 50,000 cars a year, vehicles a year. That's not exactly a ton of vehicles for a manufacturing plant, but maybe that's just the start. The plant will build both EVs and internal combustion engine vehicles, so not exclusively electric vehicles. 
Construction for the plant is set to start sometime in 2024 with production, meaning they're actually going to start producing vehicles in 2026. One more Hyundai story here. Hyundai is releasing 1,000 Disney-themed Ionic 5s to help, uh, to help Disney celebrate its 100-year anniversary. The Disney branding is subtle on this car. Let's go ahead and start with the exterior. The color of the vehicle is gravity gold matte. I'm sure that is significant to somebody who's a Disney fan. I, I don't I don't know why that's significant. They have Disney inspired wheels. The wheels kind of look like Mickey and Minnie Mouse's ears. Disney 100 Platinum badging. That's in a few places, both inside and outside the car. The infotainment system has some Disney stuff. Like when you start up the car, you get the Tinkerbell um, sparkles. I don't know how else to say that. No word on pricing, but, you know, there's only going to be a thousand of them. I'm not sure how many people. Oh, okay. That's not true. I know there are a lot of Disney people in the world, uh, and I'm using Disney with quotes, air quotes. I know there are a lot of Disney people in the world. I'm not sure how many are going to be clamoring off after a Disney-themed Ionic 5, but, you know, <laughs> good luck to you if you are. I Let me know. If you're, one, if you're somebody, even if you're not even planning on buying this vehicle and you think, oh, this would be neat to have, let me know. Bodie at 918digital.com. That's B-O-D-I-E at 918digital. All right, uh, let's move on to Lucid Motors. Lucid Motors produced, are you ready for it? In Q3 2023, Lucid Motors produced, you know what, I'm going to do this. Before I tell you, I want you to guess. I want you to think in your head a number of how many vehicles that Lucid Motors, a company that's been around for at least three years producing vehicles, I can't remember exactly when they started producing vehicles, but we're going to say at least three years, how many cars did they produce in Q3 2023? I'll wait. I'm going to pause for a second. Okay, you have your number? All right, here we go. They produced 1,550 vehicles, Q3 2023, which is down from Q2 2023 because in the second quarter of this year, they produced 2,173 vehicles. So, yeah, uh, not a great number for Lucid. I'm not really sure what caused that uh, 623 car reduction. But I did that math in my head. I'm very proud. Um, yeah, we're going to definitely listen to Lucid's earnings call. And I'm sure we'll hear how laser-focused uh, Peter Rawlinson is on this issue. Lucid did have the goal for 2023 of 10,000 cars produced in order for them to meet that goal in Q4 2023, they'll have to produce 4,000 vehicles, which, you know, we can just say is unlikely at this point. But like I said, we'll listen to the earnings call for Lucid and, and find out why that happened. GM and Honda are partnering to bring Cruise Origin AVs, autonomous vehicles, 
to Tokyo, Japan in 2026. So this is going to be a ride hailing service. The cruise origin is not like a Chevy Bolt, which is what cruise is using here in the United States. The cruise origin is a mix between a living room and a minivan. It's got some minivan slash bus slash train car vibes. It's driverless, meaning it doesn't have a driver's seat or a steering wheel. It has two bench seats that face each other. So very conversational. It'll seat six people, three people on each bench seat. And um, I'm curious as to how this is going to work out. Recently in California, uh, GM Cruise has been told that they need to have a safety driver in the vehicle, which I think is reasonable given all the problems they're having in California. Um, yeah, 2026 is a long ways from now. So maybe this will work out. We'll keep an eye on this story for sure. Moving on to Nikola. Nikola founder Trevor Milton has to pay Nikola about $165 million in damages, according to a regulatory filing. The damages were awarded to cover Trevor Milton's shenanigans while he was executive chairman at the company. You know, fraud. So that $165 million includes cost and damages arising from actions that were subject of government and regulatory investigations, including a settlement with the Securities and Exchange Commission. So basically, he's just paying them back. Honestly, if you believe Forbes, Trevor Milton is a billionaire and might even be a multi-billionaire at this point. So $165 million, probably not a hardship for him maybe hurts a little bit because of his pride, but beyond that. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Trevor Milton pops up in the news every couple of months and I'll continue reporting on it. And I will continue letting people know that I defended this guy early on. I didn't defend everything that he did. I thought a lot of the things that he was doing was stupid, but some of the Tesla uh, loyal out there, were, I thought, being very unfair to him. And it turns out, I still think they were being unfair. They just happened to be right in some cases. So, yeah, moving on. A new study from SNP Global Mobility shows that half of EV owners go back to ICE vehicles as a replacement or as a second car for their household. So, the exception to this is Tesla owners. Tesla owners tend to be very loyal and just buy Teslas. But the reasons that S&P Global was given from those that they polled was due to pricing, the charging infrastructure, and range anxiety. Customers just felt better having an ICE vehicle or a hybrid in their garage just in case. So I have a... I have, I did not read, I read the, I read an article. I did not read the survey, but I'm curious as to like having two EVs in your garage is, is very expensive, or at least it can be expensive. So for somebody to go out and buy, let's say a Hyundai Ionic six for the new reduced price of 38,600 and something dollars, $50 with tax and everything, you're over $40,000. And to go out and buy another car that's similarly priced, that's a lot of money for a, a lot of folks' budget. It's not impossible, but those, that's still that's a lot of money, especially when you can buy a really nice, affordable, 
ICE car for right around $30,000. And the problem I have with this survey, or the way it was presented, I should say, is that, you know, it says that they either replaced it with an ICE car or they bought an ICE car for their second vehicle. Well, really what I want to know is how many people said EVs not for me and we're not, we're, you know, this isn't just, this just isn't going to work for us. And they go back to an ICE car. That is more interesting to me than somebody who bought an EV. And then they're like, you know what? We need another car, but we want to spend $30,000 instead of $38,000, you know? It seems like that would be the 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 more um, prescient question is why did you not like your EV and what was your reason for going back to an internal combustion engine? Like I I I can see a lot of reasons why you would have one EV and one ICE car in your garage. That makes sense to me. I, I want to know why people didn't. Uh, go back to EVs based on their experiences, not why they decided to buy an ICE car as their second vehicle. Like, it, you know, it's a, it's kind of a security hedge your bets type of thing. Uh, let's see. And you know what? There's another thing in that. So I mentioned some of the reasons given were pricing, infrastructure, and range anxiety, right? There's another thing that I that I actually pulled from a different article that we're going to talk about later uh, when it comes to Hertz and Tesla. But right now, 7% of people financing their vehicle are 60 plus days behind on their payments. So I don't know what that of, of those 70%, how many of these people are financing EVs. That just goes back to there's more reasons to go back to an ICE car from an from an EV other than it just didn't work out for you or you didn't like the EV or whatever just an example It's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, that wraps up our EV news today. Let's go ahead and get to our Tesla news. You know what? Before we get to our Tesla news, I haven't done an, uh, a Patreon plug in a minute. But if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com and you can uh, sign up to be a patron. If you don't like the ads for uh, this show, for $1, I'll get rid of the ads. All you got to do is sign up on Patreon or Acast Plus. Links are in the show notes just in case you forget where to go. And that's it. That's, that's, that's all the, the Patreon and Acast Plus plugin I'm going to do. Moving on to Tesla news, Tesla is holding a lottery for tickets to the Cybertruck event in November. One caveat is, in order to qualify for the lottery, you need to be a Tesla shareholder and you need to prove it. You can't just say you are. You actually need to prove it to them in order to take part. Of course, the event will be held on November 30th. If you get to go, would you please, please, please email me that you're going? You don't have to invite me because I probably can't go anyway. But if you get an invitation to go, I would like to talk to you about your experience. BP, you know, the oil company, British Petroleum, they're going to purchase $100 million in superchargers, and they will be putting those superchargers across their BP brands like BP Amico, Thornton's, Travel Centers of America, which the only person, the only one of those I've heard of is Travel Centers of America. But anyway, these 250 kilowatt chargers will be placed in Houston, Phoenix, LA, Chicago, and DC. So I'm looking forward to going to a BP branded supercharger and, uh, and, and I'll, I'll report back. I would expect that it's going to be just like charging at any other supercharger, but I'll let you know. Let's see. Tesla has, oops, sorry. Tesla has launched an API, which is an application programming interface, which at its very basic level allows two applications to pass instructions and information back and forth. So right now, some of you are going, good God, you're an idiot. And the other group is going, I still don't know what you're talking about, which is fine. Basically, this means that Tesla is opening up their system to third-party software developers. Are they launching an app store? Probably, but we don't know for sure. If I'm being honest with you, if I were a developer, I would be very cautious about developing anything uh, for Tesla. So if I was a, if I was a huge business like Amazon... Not a big deal. A company like Amazon could easily afford to dump some money and resources into an app for Tesla or to run on whatever Tesla's operating system, Tesla OS, we'll say. Uh, if I was a small developer where it was one, two, three, less than 10 people or whatever, and I only had so much money to develop to things, um, Elon's finicky. Uh, so... <laughs> You know, developing something for Tesla and then Elon decides he doesn't like you because you said something mean about his hair. Um, that might mean that you're not on the Tesla app store anymore. So I would be very cautious about this. However, 
in most cases, Tesla's already got your credit card information because you're charging or debit card because you're charging your car uh, at the superchargers and, you know, you just you plug in and it charges your card. And some people are paying for their um, connectivity. I am. So they already have that information. So there there is something to be said about being the first X amount of applications on a new Tesla app store. There's a little bit of a gold rush there, just like there was uh, on Apple's app store when they first uh, opened that up. So, you know, use caution was what I'm saying. Be cautious, my friends. That's what I'm saying. All right, moving on to Hertz. Hertz currently has... 35,000 Teslas in its feet, fleet, feet. If you didn't know Hertz is a rental car company, I'm uh, guessing they're all around the world, but just in case some people are listening, they're like, I don't know what Hertz is, rental car company. So Hertz has 35,000 Teslas, which is a lot, but originally Hertz announced that they were going to buy 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022. We are currently sitting at the end of 2023. They only have about 35,000. So so what's happening here? Well, first, maintenance costs. Maintenance is a little bit higher than expected uh, because, you know, Hertz did not account for things like tires. You know, <laughs> Teslas have really good acceleration and somebody who rents a rental car does not always take the best care of said car. So things like tires are going to get chewed up, you know, other things like suspension and brakes. Um, and you say to yourself, brakes, what you don't use your brakes with a Tesla. Well, if you're renting a car and you've never driven an electric vehicle before, you are definitely going to use brakes until you figure it out anyway. So, uh, I'm just saying most customers may not most, <laughs> I'm getting like Elon here. Some customers may not understand what, how one pedal driving works, So the other thing that is costing them more than they thought is physical damage. It's like dents, scrapes, and other things like that, because it takes longer for repair shops to get the Tesla parts and the repair parts or the repair costs for this, you know, mostly cosmetic damage is two times higher to repair than what it is for your average ICE car. And then the other thing is depreciation. If Tesla wanted to buy, let's say, 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022, Model 3s and Model Ys, or excuse me, if Hertz wanted to buy 100,000 Teslas by 2022, all being Model 3s and Model Ys, Hertz would have paid a lot of money for those vehicles. We talked uh, two episodes ago about my car in November of 2022 costing $65,000. And in April of 2023, it cost $48,000. Uh, if Hertz was buying these cars at that inflated uh, price, uh, you know, at a certain point, rental cars, they are sold to make room in the fleet, right? So if you paid $65,000 for a Model Y long range in November of 2022 to sell it Right now, you're looking at a sale price of about forty to forty-five thousand dollars. So uh, that's twenty to twenty-five thousand uh, dollars a drop in price in in about a year. And at the same time, if you want to buy a Model Y long range right now, you're only between three and eight thousand dollars more just to buy a new one. So if you if you're looking at a Hertz Model Y that you know has been just abused. For three to eight thousand dollars more, if you can swing it, 
you can get a brand one, brand new one that has not been abused. So Hertz on their latest earnings call, the CEO said that they had a 13% profit margin. This is this is a big enough deal for them to say that that number would have been larger. They would have a larger t- profit margin if it weren't for the fact that they had Teslas in their fleet. So Hertz did say that they're still committed to EVs. Like currently they have over 50,000 EVs in their fleet. Uh, so 50,000, let's see, 15,000 of those are not Teslas. They have Polestars and things like that. But yeah, I thought it was interesting. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this story. If you have thoughts, you can email me. It's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. You can also find me on Twitter at 918digital. On Tuesday's episode, we will cover GM's earnings call. And I am I am of two minds because I want to cover GM and I want to cover Ford because both companies did something interesting in the EV space last quarter. And I want to know more about it. Uh so if I can cut it down and make them, you know, both of those earnings calls fairly short, I'll put it into one episode. If it looks like they're both going to be too long, then I'll, I'll release two episodes on Tuesday. Uh, if one of those earnings calls does not sound interesting at all after I've listened to it, then I'll only release the one that does sound interesting. How about that? Uh, let's see. And then next Friday we'll have news again, and I promise you it will not be late. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I wish you all the very best. I hope you all have a wonderful week. We're going into November. It's my favorite time of the year. I love Halloween. I love Thanksgiving. I love Christmas. I love New Year. Is New Year's? I love it all. This is my favorite time of year. So, it it's also soup season, which is something I love. Soup, stews, chili, pot pies, love it all. All right. Getting off topic. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna go have dinner with my family. I wanna thank you all again so much for listening. <laughs> I'm I'm getting off track. I'm starting to lose it. I love you. I will see you on Tuesday. By see you I mean I'll talk to you and you will listen. Adios. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.